Welcome back to the Friday edition of, I'm not even sure what the name of this is yet, Tim. <laughs> the NDY News, or uh, we still haven't figured out quite what we want to call this Friday edition. We originally thought we'd be kind of a encapsulate the week, but it's become more of a single topic or two where we just kind of riff on, you know, things that are on, things that are on our mind. So anyway, last week we talked about the most chill places to live and the most uh, stressed places to live. And so I thought it'd be kind of cool to uh, talk about the most stressful jobs in America. And uh, I'm looking at a report by CNBC. Tim, I know we had talked about this before we jumped on and you said you were actually uh, part of three of these. (laughs) Yeah, I looked at this and I thought, wow. Uh, enlisted military personnel, a newspaper reporter, and a public relations executive. All three which were stressful in different ways and shapes. Just looking over the list, and, and John and I shared a couple different surveys. Most of the jobs were pretty identical across the board. Well, anyway, let's go back to this list. I think we should go uh, top 10 and count down from 10, and uh, we can discuss each each one a little bit. But uh, 10 on this list was <laughs> was taxi driver. I guess, do they exist anymore with Uber and Lyft? And it's got to be a kind of a cutthroat market. Yeah, I guess when I think of taxi driver, I kind of lump all those Lyft and Uber drivers into the same category. And we see stuff on the news every once in a while about, you know, just recently there were a group of women in the backseat of an Uber driver's car and they wouldn't wear their masks and, you know, they berated the Uber driver and it was all caught on camera. And you're just like, why would you, I know you've got to put you know, food on the table and why, why be such an ass to somebody who's providing a service to you like that? Well, it says annual median salary of $24,880. But I can tell you, uh, I was back in the day trying to pay for college. I was a pizza delivery driver and that was stressful trying to get to people's houses quickly, get them their food quickly and relatively hot, and then getting to the next one and getting to the next one, coming back and getting you know, getting your next delivery, trying to make money. Like I said, it's kind of a cutthroat thing. They want to get from job to job as quickly as they can through traffic and things like that. What was the movie, Taxi Driver? with uh... Back in the day, back in the early 70s. Yeah. Um, it's been so long since I've Ro- seen Robert De Niro, Tim. Yeah, Robert De Niro. So <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to do with anything, but <laughs> well, he was a taxi driver in the movie. Didn't he go crazy? He did. Yeah. All right. Are you talking to me? You talking to me? What was next on the list? Senior corporate executive. Uh, I mean, I can understand this being responsible for uh, uh, a bigger company. Annual median salary is one hundred and four thousand. Not much really to dig into that one, but yeah. Number eight, Tim. This is one you can relate to. Public relations executive. I uh, spent many a years uh, running a small public relations company in the Loop in downtown Chicago. Yeah, I I understand it being stressful. I I enjoyed it quite honestly. We work with a lot of great clients. I think some of this has to, you know, John, we talked about it earlier this morning. You were having back and forth with a PR executive late last night. And I think there are a lot of late night 
jobs. Uh, we had clients that were all over the world at the time. So I would jump on calls at midnight sometimes because they were in Asia or, you know, easily seven or eight o'clock at night uh, for calls sometimes. So, yeah, I, I understand it. But um, I I enjoyed my time working in public relations, but can understand the stress level. A lot of, lot of long hours. Yeah, I always remember hearing that that was always on the top 10 list from, I mean, 20 years ago till today. But the annual average salary, 111000 It's not too shabby. That's probably pretty close. I mean, that, I, I have to go back a few years, but that's, yeah. Is the money worth? Senior corporate executive, public relations executive. I mean, we're talking about people probably with 8 to 15 years uh, under their belt. So that's a pretty good salary, but that's. I would say that's is is the money worth shaving, you know, five to ten years off your life, Tim? Twenty years ago, yes. Now, no. <laughs> All right, number seven, news reporter. Aha. Uh-huh. We both have experience with this, John. Yeah. Well, right? the, the funny thing is though, as go back to your my days as a newspaper reporter were fresh out of college. I loved it because it was I felt like I was a responsible adult. And I got my fingers in a little bit of everything in the community that I was working in. But they were long hours. And you covered a lot of crazy, boring city committee meetings. Yeah, not only that, but you're, stuff like that. you're trying to get the scoop and you're trying to compete with other news outlets. So, yeah. But, John, both of us were reporting prior to digital media. It was there. I mean, we were... I remember creating websites was pretty new as I was exiting uh, newspaper reporting. So when I think of scoops, I was like, God, there were only three or four people that I would see at some meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't live in a huge town. You were in Portland, so you were in a much larger community. Um, I was in the middle of Kansas, so it was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Number six, um, my wife could probably talk to the talk to this subject. She oh, yeah. um, did this for a long time, but event coordinator. Huh. I could see that. I could see that working with demanding clients. Oh, good. You're never making anybody happy. Yeah. Having strict deadlines and make sure everything is perfect. Uh, median salary is $48,290. Yeah. They make it look sexy on some of these TV shows, though. A lot of these like wedding event planners and stuff like that. They do make it look really sexy. But I know that Monica's got stories of just batshit crazy people or, you know, clients that she's got have to please that just isn't possible. Clients that were, you know, big spenders. She was at a, at an event where Flo Rida was the the guest. I mean, how much do you think it costs to fly him in and to have him perform for 30 minutes? Oh, I get it. Uh, part of, you know, getting back to the public relations job that I once had, we had clients that we did their event coordinating for them. Mm-hmm. And I once had Herbie Hancock, hired Herbie Hancock to do uh, play piano for 30 minutes at a corporate event. It cost us about $30,000. Okay. So think about that. So apple bottom jeans, boots <laughs> with the fur. Flow right in. Yeah. <laughs> and then what was Herbie Hancock? Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. He, was, he was a really nice guy, though, because I spent all afternoon watching him tune his piano, which we also had to rent for him, a special piano that cost $5,000 to rent for a day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
really nice guy though. He was extremely nice. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that day hanging out with Herbie Hancock. Okay, number five. We're halfway done, Tim. Broadcaster. I got nothing on this one. Fake news. Imagine being a broadcaster, really in any sort of newspaper, being any kind of journalist today, as we've talked about on this podcast. It seems like everybody's a journalist or believes they are. Uh, $62,000 is the median salary. But, you know, being on air as a broadcaster, I, I could see that. Trying to get the stories. Yeah, they're, rock, they're rock stars in their communities. I, I'm not great friends, but I'm friendly with a couple of local news anchors in our the market I live in, and they're and they're rock stars. They really are. They everybody sees them out and they fawn over them. Uh, no different than when we lived in Chicago. I mean, you got to hobnob every once in a while with the important broadcasters in Chicago, and, and some of them, you know, put their pants on just like we do, one leg at a time. But some of them do really. Love the fame game. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Number four. Oh, talk about topical. Police no, officer. Kid, no kidding. Uh, Would you want to do it, John? No, but uh, I don't know if you can really talk about it, but your brother is a police officer. Uh, yeah. I've got a brother that is a police officer. I have several friends that are police officers. My best friend was a state cop in Indiana for years. Um, we've talked about things that are topical today and, you know, it's it's. I, I know there's a lot of racial overtones, but at the end of the day, as my brother and my friend friends will always say, you know, they want to come home every night, mm-hmm. and I get that. I'm not going to get into things that are going on in Chicago or Minneapolis, St. Paul, but a police officer is a hard job. I who wants to be a police officer today to get into what yeah. you're seeing on the TV? Seems like a thankless job. I mean, it there is. are some. Some bad apples, no, no doubt about it. What is it? Bad apples ruin the bunch, and I think that's kind of what what has happened. And I don't want to get into yeah. you know, deep into political discussion, but the whole defunding the police thing just pisses me off. Who, who protects us? Who protects us? Well, I yeah. get I get moving resources around to make it more, you know, better for people that have mental health issues. I, that's completely different. I completely agree with that. Yeah, but, but I, just, I also think there should be a different training protocol maybe in place. Yeah, no, John, you and I, I completely agree. Uh, there, That is, I agree with. I'm just saying for these people that just want to get rid of policing altogether, mm-hmm. I just think it's yeah. it's crazy talk. Good luck. That's all I say. Yeah, exactly. All right. What's next? Uh Airline pilot, number three, Tim. And I tried to get my buddy on, Brian. <laughs> he did. But he was so stressed he couldn't even join the show. So maybe uh, he was not. At a different he was time. on his way to like Porta, Porta Vallarta or somewhere, wasn't he flying? Yeah, he's, I think he's somewhere in the Caribbean. That seems pretty stressful to me. <laughs> I, well, I think I texted him yesterday. I said, can you jump on? And he's like, I'm at the beach, so I can't. You know, I was reading about this and why it was so stressful is they said that uh, you know, being responsible for a cargo full of humans is, you know, it's a it's a big, big deal. But I think most pilots won't even think about that. You know, it's just their job. My buddy says that part of the stress for him is he's gone a lot and he misses his family's uh, events and signature events in their lives. So that's one of the things that he regrets. But, it, you know, it's a good paying job. And um Thankfully, traveling is coming back slowly since last year. So he's he's getting into a, a routine again. So that's good. 
Well, if you remember those old like Pan Am or the old uh, United Airlines commercials from the 70s, they always made they made pilots look so. I mean, it was like, oh, I want to be a pilot. That's a sexy looking job. Mm-hmm. I, I really is it today. Uh, number two on the list, a firefighter, Tim, a firefighter. I think that goes without saying. I mean, some communities have volunteer firefighters, but it says mm-hmm. the median salary is 49000 But, I mean, it goes without saying they risk their lives every day. Yeah, battling home fires, working in you know hazardous situations. Obviously, you know, it's a dangerous job. I, you know, they're putting their life on the line every time they go to a fire. Just doesn't seem like fun. And number one, Tim, military personnel, enlisted military, median salary twenty six thousand. That that's got to be a a typo. I was surprised it was that much. That much. I was telling John before we jumped on the call when I was a private in the U.S. Army. I believe the most money I ever made in a month. Now this goes back about twenty five thirty years. Um, it was nine hundred and eighty dollars a month. Granted, my clothing, food, and Accommodations were paid for by Uncle Sam, and it was stressful. Uh, basic training, stressful. Desert Storm for me was stressful. I think back on the whole eight years that I was in the military, and I'd do it over again if I could. I've got some lifelong friends from it. I learned really some great skills, uh, my organizational skills. Uh, maybe some of my OCD is compliments of Uncle Sam, but um, I wouldn't change it one bit. I got to see a lot of the world that I never thought I'd see, too, which was kind of cool. I mean, I could see being deployed. I mean, the stress level of actually coming back home, like you said, about police officers. but Well, and I, as you and I mentioned earlier, John, uh, before we jumped on the podcast, that you know, these are the individuals, how it's, you know, the job is stressful. I, I told John, I, I think, you know, I, I wasn't married when I was in the military, so... But I had friends that were married, and I saw what the deployments did to their families and to young children. And um, I think, you know, it's not just stress on the individual, it's stress on the families. Yeah, we can't thank our uh, military uh, enough for what they do. And, and you know, they're deployed all over the world. And we just heard that they might be coming out of Afghanistan. I was reading by September 11th, which is... Yep, by September 11th. They, they marked that date on the calendar uh, 20 years later. Well, that's the list I had for this week, Tim. Any big plans this weekend, JP? My plans are going to my son's soccer and football games. <laughs> is it kind of odd having football in spring? Yeah, yeah. He's he's doing flag football now, but he loves it. So Yeah. Yeah. Hey, one other thing that was really curious to me as I was watching an NBA game, they have the new benches like these custom seats that are probably social distance from their teammates. And then when they, they remind me of soccer, if you watch EPL, yeah. how they always have those fancy seats over in England, that's kind of what they remind me of. And then they, they get on the bench and they're required to wear a mask mm-hmm. and be safe. And then they go on the court and just sweat and spit on people it just it, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me so well you know uh, there's a lot that's going on currently with this whole pandemic that you know, i think we've got another three or four months before we're towards the end of this pandemic and i hope it's sooner but when i say 
three to four months, I, I think that's when Dr. Fauci said her uh, immunity was going to be available or possible, like July or August. So oh, hopefully. Well, let's hope so. I mean, I was reading that maybe 50% would opt not to get the vaccine. So that's, that's going to be tough. I don't even know what to say to those people, except that I would hope you would rethink that and get your vaccine. You know, they put the microchip in me so they can follow me when I'm at the Home Depot and, you know, picking up dog shit in my backyard. See how much see how much you're spending. Here's a good weekend. Everybody stay safe out there. All right, Tim. We'll talk to you next time.